Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. It's a pleasant day and I welcome you to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. Tama High Court grants Oliver Baker from a war at 2 million cities bill. Also fuel prices to hit 11 cities per liter from today, March 16th. President Zelensky says negotiations and peace talks sound more realistic. These are more stories after the break. Stay tuned. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Yeah, most welcome back from the break to a first story. The High Court is expected to rule on hashtag visit country convener Oliver Baker from a was application for bill today, March 16th, 2022. On Monday, the Tema High Court adjourned the case after the Attorney General opposed the move, urging that Baker from a war had no fixed residence in Ghana and therefore rendering it impossible to conduct a search by the investigation team. But later, the Tema High Court proceeded over by just Daniel Mensah has granted lead convener for the hashtag face the country movement Oliver Baker from a bill to the tune of two million cities during the determination of a bill application today March 16th 2022 brought before court by lawyers of Oliver the two million um, bail comes with two shorties, which one of them is required to deposit document to his landed properties to the court in fulfillment of the bail terms. Honorable Richard Owusu, a founding member of the MPP and aspiring chairman for the Achiwa in Kobiaja South constituency, has called on MPP fraternity, especially the communicators and polling station members, to be ambassadors of proclaiming the good programs and policies of the MPP government. According to him, MPP as a party performs excellently whenever in power, but due to lack of information flow, the populace are unable to know the rules made. He deduced that Nana Adodankwa Kufado's government has tremendously performed in all sectors of the economy and deserves continuity to break the jinx of the power of governance with which it has become annually two terms. Soon, Afterwards, asked what strategy should be adapted to make the party in 2024 calls on reconciliation within other rank and file of the party, especially of ongoing polling stations, elections, and subsequent elections, as well for the party's progress.
Ombiene dia onkan nyina mo ya party no MPP party na me me kwa chairman me dinkunim to next, your information minister Kojo Opon Nkrumah has charged academia as well as media practitioners to utilize the RTI Law Act 989 to obtain reliable information from state institutions for their work. Answering questions in parliament on Tuesday, Mr Nkrumah said the law which imposes an obligation on public institutions to provide information to applicants is being underutilized. The minister was providing updates on the progress of the implementation of the law since its inception in 2020 on the floor of parliament on Tuesday, March 15, 2022. President Nanado Dankwa Kufodo has pointed out that some foreign elements are neck deep in regime changing moves in Africa to serve as pressure interests. Ghana's leaders uh, made these known on Tuesday, 15th of March, when he opened a forum in Corps in Africa. He expressed worry over the re emergence of Corps in Africa, calling for their uh, condemnation and suppression. Recent coups in Mali, Guinea, Burkina Faso, and a failed one in Guinea Bissau has been a matter of worry to West African leaders. As the start of an emergency meeting of the Economic Community of West African State ECOWAS in January, Ghana's leader, who is also the chair of the Authority of Heads of State and Government, charged leaders to nip coups in the bud. The Commissioner for Political Affairs for Peace and Stability of the African Union, Bakule Adoye, also had this to say at the ceremony. Duty our news. Duty our news. Duty our news. You are still tuning to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Away from the local stories, business and prices of petrol on product were from Wednesday, March 16th, experienced a significant surge as consumers are expected to pay 11 Ghana cities per litre. The bulk oil distributors has blamed the situation or the volatility on the market as well as the rising cost of crude oil on the international market. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has seen oil prices rise to the highest level in more than a decade and is on the verge of hitting new record with crude prices predicted to reach as high as $185 a barrel. According to the chief executive, Senya Hossi, the city which is depreciating among the major trading currencies is also a factor for the rise in the price of commodities. Senor Hosi, however, noted that the central bank has been very proactive and cooperative with industries and have been working on ways to help mitigate the impact of these key commodities. Absolutely. Not really with crude, but with the products on the market of you you actually breaking the ten. Um, it's likely breaking the eleven as well. It was subject to which product and how the margins on their current prices. The BBC prices are at that that's quite indicated. Although for some breaking the pen, someone almost almost doing the same. Um, what what you see from the OMT's uh, publication is quite is quite reflective of what the market situation is, and I think a big chunk of it has to do with some of the uncertainties um, around uh, uh, the free situation and also our currency issues. But the central bank has been very very proactive and cooperative uh, within that day. and we've been we've been we've been working on ways to help mitigate the impact of on on these on on the key commodity aspects. So, just for clarity, you're saying that are the pumps um, going forward to the next pricing window, even before that, as you're hearing, you're confirming that we should expect something that is possibly break 11 city a litre? Yeah, it's, it's very. To our next business story, the re-elected chairman of KGTA Petty Traders Association, Nana Akosi Prempe, has made passionate appeal to the key stakeholders in the region to help make various satellite markets in Kumasi and its adjoining municipalities very viable uh, to help reduce pressure and human traffic of doing business in the central business district of Kumasi. Some of these satellite markets he mentioned are Krofo Market, Asasawasi Market, Atosu 
Sut Market, Tafok Market, Kwadasot Market and Swami Market, which he thinks can accommodate the number of traders without coming to the central business district in Kumasi. <laughs> But Mussumi Hune say a a sudi, a cassia, Sansa, Uba Kumasi Kudre Mohanuma, a dreadi, a idea, a dear cottonepa, a say a Ibia, a federal for Hubiano, a protocas, a very sensitive. But Sabria, my mom for a day to me, na mamino, a near mammy, no, a dreadi for ye near where I said, yes, I say ye, and a assembly, a young sweetie, a jumadi woman, so a woman said, yes, I say ye. It's a way a four no afemuno. Ye beshese assembly and she say ye ah omaye ediafa if jedi hono. Ye betre ye man for ye do monim na omode san she say no a ye a juma. Na e be so media mini a jedi four and kabum kum pen you for who do a wok masse ebe pre a kabum na yet me assembly no. Now, other satellite markets, media, major concern here. Other satellite markets, we come as a crude demand, ma, any viable no. The bema assembly now, who the bechre we must die. 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 And there, yes, I'm a me to me. Mene, a jadifon kaboom for a hoduaka ukumanum, a bit me a kaboom. Now you're pushing that agenda. A major agenda, Damakumas. If you just join us, this is the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio on the International Front. Blasts were heard in the capital, Kiev, earlier this morning. According to social media report, the city's emergency service now says that a 12-story residential building in Shevchenko district was hit by Russian shelling at around 6 a.m. A neighboring nine-story building was also damaged, authorities says. They have added that two people were injured and 35 were evacuated from the building. The fire was put out at 7.45 a.m. and rescuers are now searching for survivors. Residents across the city remain hunkered down in bunkers, underground shelters and their homes amid a two-day curfew. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has indicated progress in the peace talks following Tuesday's runoff negotiation. In address last night, Zelensky revealed the position in the negotiations already sound more realistic, but he added that time is still needed for the decisions to be in the interest of Ukraine. Talks between Russian and Ukrainian negotiators are set to continue later. President Zelensky will also address U.S. Congress today. We move to Kenya and more than 10 Kenyan soldiers have been killed by a roadside explosive in southern Somalia. Five others were seriously injured when the vehicle ran over an improvised explosive device in the Jada region near the Kenyan-Somalia border. The names of the kill soldiers have not been revealed, but the former Kenyan presidential aspirant said on Twitter that his younger brother was among the dead. The attack has been blamed on the Al-Qaeda-linked Al-Shabaab groups, which has carried out similar strikes against civilians and security convoys. The killed soldiers were part of the African Union mission in Somalia, a force deployed to the country to help the federal government fight the militants. We are in Nigeria and the authorities in Nigeria's northeastern state of Borno says a lion has been killed by hunters in a remote area near the border with Cameroon. The carcass of the lion has been deposited at the government-run zoo in the state's capital, Maduguri. The authorities says the lion was killed to prevent it from harming people. Local hunters often killed wild animals for their meat, stocks, Skin, the director of forestry and wildlife in, in the state, I'm talking of Ayuba Peter, told the BBC the lion might have strayed from the game reserves in neighboring Cameroon. Burkina Faso's born architect Diabedo Francis Kerre has won this year's prestige Fresca 
prize. Mr. Kerry, 56, is the first African to win the award in its more than 40-year history, which is regarded as the highest honor in the field. He is a dual citizen of Burkina Faso and Germany. He said he was the happiest man of this planet to become the 51st recipient of the award. The architect's work include designs and national assemblies of Burkina Faso and Benin, which are yet to be built. In announcing the winner, the jury said the architect raises fundamental questions of the meaning of permanent and durability of constructions in the context of constant technological changes. To some entertainment story, fire has broke out on the film set at the Pinewood Studios Film and Television Production Center, Buckinghamshire Fire and Rescue Service says it was called to the Pinewood Road in the village of Ivor Heath, just 15 DMT. It said there were 12 fire engines at the scene, including crews and Buckinghamshire Fire Station and the London Fire Brigade. The studio are known for shooting James Bond movie and Star Wars. We hope the burning of the studios will not cause us, you know, more damages of not seeing another production like James Bond movie. This is where I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you can log on to our website, www.ghanatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Sante. Stay tuned for the Spotted Bit. Have a great afternoon. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. The best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Spores. GTR Spores. Join us on GTR for Global Tidbits and Soccer. There's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. It's time for the Sport Debate on Ghana Talks Radio. And Sandra Asante, I bring you to you. I warmly welcome you to it. So... Manchester United fans are really disappointed because the godfather of hat-trick, I'm talking of Cristiano Ronaldo, and his teammates were not able to, uh, you know, take them to the promised land. And so now, JFA, coach Otto Ado, they have not been able to name the squad for the playoffs for uh, the match between Ghana and Nigeria. We are looking forward to that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break with more stories for you. Join us on GTR for Global Tidbits and Soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! You're welcome back from the break. So Manchester United's Champions League campaign ended in that disappointment of defeat by Atletico Madrid. You heard it right at Old Trafford to leave them with only a Premier League top four place uh, to fight for this season. So Raf Rangnick's side were not short on, you know, endeavor, but lacked the guard to break down Atletico's trademark resilience as Renan Lodi's Post header four minutes before the halftime sent the Spanish champions into the last eight. So United dominated possession for a large portion of the second half, but they have done so often. Atletico built a war of defensive resistance, and when they did threaten the goalkeeper, uh, Dan O'Black provided the final barrier. So, without not talking much about it, let's check the highlights. I'll be back after that. Oh, it's really bad that we're having some technical issues, but it really turned out good. And, you know, uh, it's just sad that the fans were not able to do that. So the United dominating possession of the large portion of the second half, but they have done so often an Atletico, a war of defensive resistance, and that. So he said brilliantly, I'm talking of Jenny Ogblak, uh, from Rafael Verani said that in front of the Stanford end as United were left to fight for a place in next season's Champions League in the final week of the domestic season 
season. It was really a very disappointing, you know, uh, and for fans of Manchester United, the players itself, as well as uh, the coach and the whole organization, because over the weekend, our very own, I'm talking of the godfather of Hattrick, Cristiano Ronaldo was able to uh, perform. So we were looking forward to, you know, a very fantastic performance yesterday, but it didn't turn out good for them. And finally, finally, they are out of the Champions League. But not forgetting that El Clasico is underway and arguably the biggest game in club football takes place this weekend in Madrid. When Real Madrid welcome Barcelona in Santiago Bernabeu. So it will be uh, the 18th, no, the 100th. 184th El Clasico in La Liga with history slightly favoring the home side who have won four games more than their rivals while 35 matches have ended in a draw. So the recent history between uh, the two clubs has been more, you know, lopsided with Los Blancos winning the last five games, four of which were in the La Liga and one in the Super, uh, you know, Copa. But both teams got into Sunday's match on the back of convincing victories in their last outings with Barcelona beating Osasuna four goals to nail at home while Real Madrid also won. Uh, I'm talking of, they also won, you know, three goals to nail at uh, Molaco on Monday. So we are hoping that amazing performance will be turning up over the weekend. So two of the goals in Real's victory were scored by French international Karim Benzema, who many consider as the best striker in the world at the moment. And a 34-year-old leads the soccer chart with 22 goals, eight more than his teammate Vinicius Jr. But two Benzema's goals also scored against Molaka took him two, within 12 goals of the total Real Madrid. Raul scores for the club. So that's how it is happening. So Barcelona Meanwhile, have found their La Liga form, winning six of their last seven matches. Their change in you know fortune seems closely aligned with the arrival of our very own fantastic player so far in the world, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang from Arsenal. So the Gabonese international has played in all six leagues matches since making the move from England to Spain and has scored five goals, including a hat trick against Valencia. So this particular match is definitely gonna be the hardest and the toughest one are sad so we pray for your teams pray for your players that you're looking forward for them to strike into the net and we see what happened so still in soccer but local soccer our very own and the world football governing body fifa has rejected the cape coast stadium as the venue for the ghana's world cup qualifying playoff against nigeria on march 25th According to a tweet by a state broadcaster, uh, Baba Yara Stadium in Kumasi is under review to halt the game pending approval of FIFA's inspection team and also the approval of Nigeria. But if it is so rejected, Ghana versus Nigeria game could be moved out of the country to a neutral ground. So we are hoping uh, to know where, how which or what will be the final verdict for them. So the first leg of the Qatar 2020 World Cup qualifiers between Ghana and Nigeria was supposed to be played in Cape Coast Stadium. However, the Ghana Football Association has also proposed that the game uh, be played at Baba Yara Stadium instead of Cape Coast Stadium and it has been rejected due to the damages of the infrastructure following Ghana's independent celebration infrastructure that been there sentence not just the celebration but still on blasters but away from the stadium the ghana football association gfa is yet to release the black star squad for the 2022 fifa world cup playoff games what are they waiting for answering this question i will be joined by appendix damien i will get very soon but before that we still continue and in a little over a week ghana will take on west african rivals nigeria in the last lap of the qualifiers for a slot at the World Cup final. So Nigeria on March 4th, 2022 announced a 25-man provisional squad for the doubleheader that is set at later in March 2022. The first leg will come off on March 25th, which means the fixture is just nine days away and yet the squad is not... It's not... 
it's not yet here. Like, I'm still surprised why they'll be doing this this time in this delicate time that they need to, uh, you know, know what it is for them so that they will really prepare for that. From the official point, GFA Communications Director Henry Asante Chum uh, said that the delay is purely strategic. I don't know which uh, spiritual or artificial strategy they're using for this one, but this is what he said. It is a technical decision backed by management and it will be well thought out and purely strategic move uh, they feel it's a way of controlling or minimizing the abuse that normally takes place before games especially on social media uh it is quite true anyway somehow but we hope to see uh, what will be happening what will be happening there so that's what you're saying that strategic move uh, absolutely amazing we hope to see what happened if you if you if you name them earlier or not these abuses they will never run away from you know the populace in Ghana. they are definitely uh, gonna comment on that so he also revealed that the squad might not be announced at all but it is up to the technical team to decide so he said i know the players and their clubs have been informed and the coaches are in talks with the individual players as we speak so we hope to see this strategic uh, move that the communicator is talking about if they'll be naming them tonight or tomorrow morning we are still up for it and we are waiting to know which of the players uh, will be up for the playoffs against nigeria so we'll be joined by our pandect damien i will get good afternoon damien if you can hear me welcome to the sported bit on ghana talks radio good afternoon Sandra, and good afternoon to all your listeners absolutely uh I hope you're feeling better today or not better because, you know, your, your team yesterday, they were not able to uh, gracefully land in Egypt, if I could put it. They ended in a disappointment of defeat by Atletico Madrid at Old Trafford. What do you have to say about that? Because over the weekend, Cristiano Ronaldo really gave us, you know, a very touching hat trick and we're looking forward to a very exciting performance from uh, the team yesterday, but it didn't turn up like that. I mean, I mean, uh, I wasn't expecting much. I mean, personally, I wasn't expecting much. I mean, this is not this is a Man United team that I don't expect uh, much from. Looking at where we started in the season, how we have played throughout the season, mm -hmm. and how we are even doing under this new coach, I wasn't expecting much. Though, even if we had been in the quarterfinal the next stage, I mean, it would have been one of those things. I mean. Mm -hmm. Yes, we would have been pending. We just go and then we are just waiting for the day we will just come back home and then stuff like that. We were not going to win the trophy, obviously. So I mean, it, it, I wasn't expecting much, and then it was not much of a surprise to me uh, that we lost. I mean, oh. the referee also had a, a hand in it, but but then it wasn't much to be expected, Sandy. Oh, that's so, so, so bad. But, you know, moving away from Manchester United, El Clasico uh, match between our very own Barcelona and Real Madrid. They'll be meeting up over the weekend. I want us to pick out the men of uh, the teams right now. I'm talking of Karim Benzema and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Checking their performances in the season. Which of uh, these men will, do you think will be able to thrash the other in terms of, you know, uh, outperforming for their team to, you know, win that particular match? I mean, they are all playing on top of the, the the game at the moment. I mean, Karim Benzema is playing the football of his life at this at the latter stages of his career. It's amazing. Absolutely. Obama has also picked up form currently. Mm -hmm. So we, we we are expecting a good game. I mean, I mean, with the neutrals, the football lovers, we are expecting a good game. Mm -hmm. A classical without uh, Ronaldo and uh, obviously Lionel Messi. Mm -hmm. We are expecting a good game. Obviously, Real Madrid has the edge over them. All right. So, I mean, you're expecting a good game. Yeah, All right. expecting a good game from All them. All right. So expecting a good game, we know that the teams are, you know, being mentioned for the El Clasico. But when it comes to uh, the DFA till now, they've not been able to name the squad for the playoffs against Nigeria. And the communicator came out to say that they are having a strategic move. Even at the beginning, we couldn't see uh, the light. Well, what of the ending that they are saying that they're hoping uh, to name the teams or never to name for them to participate? What do you think is going on with them? I mean, what I think is going on is Ghana, Ghana football is just a joke. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you, you, you can't do this anywhere. You can't do this anywhere. 
you can't do this anyway. It's it's totally unacceptable. You are going to play uh, a, a playoff, a playoff, your World Cup playoff game. And mm-hmm. as a country, which we all know that we 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 are so much into football, we so much love the game. We want to be at the World Cups. I mean, in spite of everything, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we all have things we think about. But then, at least, if you go to the World Cup, we don't expect much. But at least, uh, we, we will be happy. It will make yeah. us happy to a certain degree. And, and then. You are playing match. Game. You have been named your squad. You do It is. I mean, we are a joke. We are a joke. <laughs> we are. We are a joke. Nigeria named their squad somewhere last month. Yes. They have already named their squad, long and then time ago. on fourth of March, you, very long. You, you, and nine days to the it. game, nine days to the game, you are still here, you're not naming it. And they're also attributing it to the fact that, you know, these players are, you know, they, they are always abused on social media and all that. That's why they are trying to, you know, uh, have this strategic move. So I think maybe right now they are trying to bring our emotions into this one because they know how Ghanaians are always, you know, uh, bashing and, and slamming these players that when they are picked, they are looking forward for some players to be added to the squad. So they are saying that uh, that's a move for them what, what what sort of move is this i mean what what is this call it name a team prepare the team play your play your match and mm-hmm. go your way yeah. two legged match and go your way mm-hmm. if you qualify please the lord if you don't qualify we expected it <laughs> what is this you expected it you should be able oh, to be hopeful if, 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 <laughs> if we lose <laughs> against nigeria <laughs> I'm not sure anybody will come and be like, oh, we were supposed to beat Nigeria. We were better team than... I-. No, it, nobody will say that. Oh. If, we beat, if we beat them, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. We all go and then we sing praises. We will be happy. <laughs> but we, if you don't but beat then them, if Nigeria, <laughs> if Nigeria gives us a beating, nobody will say that and that we were better. But Niger- Nigeria obviously clearly, clearly has a better team. They have a better team than mm. us. They have better players. It's definitely going to be a tough one. But then it's just that these rivalries you can't you can't predict. Uh, you can't pre- uh, predict these games. Absolutely. Uh, we have a upper hand, upper hand, the upper hand over them right. in head to head and stuff like that. Okay. That is making the game unpredictable. But then on sheet, on paper, Nigeria are better than us. So if they beat us, I mean, there's no news. But if we beat them, that is the news. <laughs> then that is definitely gonna be a big news you for you be shocked what they'll be putting up on that but you know that as you said earlier that you know this whole organization is a joke it's not just the players stadium a common stadium where we are hoping to play they've not been finalized on this one because they know how the stadium was before and they they, they, they are rejecting the stadium now and they don't have solution faster to fix this issue and it's just nine days away to the to the day day for this particular match what what, what uh, do you think they should do now because th- th- now we, we are even trying to lose hope because you know they are always full of bad surprises all the time see and and that's when they say the funny thing is we knew we were going to play nigeria long, long ago yeah it's not even that. It's not even the matter that oh, we were going to play it somewhere, mm-hmm. and then uh, due to certain conditions, we are supposed to change it, and then we are struggling. We haven't even found a venue. Mm-hmm. We haven't. You, you see, some of these things, uh, Ghana football. I don't know. I don't know. It these kind of things. Eh, mm-hmm. I mean, we all have our issues with Nyantechi and stuff like that. Yes, but then yes. these things won't happen under Nyantechi. Yeah, they won't happen. Mm-hmm. These are common, these are simple and common, common things that shouldn't happen at any top level, top level football mm-hmm. management system. It, it shouldn't happen. Okay. You should know your venue. Mm-hmm. See, uh, UEFA, these things happening with Russia, mm-hmm. they held the meeting. First See, one. look at when the, the Champions League final will be played. Mm-hmm. They held the meeting, they held the meeting and changed the venue. Da, 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 Absolutely. Da, da, da. Fastest. 
not this one that they have to look forward to know whether they're going to uh you know their forefathers land to play and all that but we hope to see as you were saying if if you were able to score them praise the lord if not it will be expected thank you so much for joining me damien on the spot thank you very much so he is really disappointed already damien is really really disappointed before even the match will be started he's saying that if we are able to beat nigeria in the Qatar playoffs then we are gonna praise the lord for that you know um protection and support but if not it would be expected because we've seen it before with south africa and all that and we wouldn't be surprised but away from soccer you're still on the sport tidbits in nba carrie Irving scored a career best 60 point as brooklyn nets thrashed the orlando magic 150 to 108 so Irving scored 41 points in the first 23 minutes as the Nets established a 60 uh, 86 to 56 lead at halftime a franchise record for point in a half so kevin durant also scored 19 points and made seven assists to help the net to their fourth win in a row in tennis today british qualifier harriet Dart lost in straight set to american madison keys in the fourth round at the indian Wells. so australian open semi-finalist key won 6164 against Dart, who is ranked 120 um second in the world in california but that is on course to break into the world's top 100 for the first time following her run to the last 60 marquis also will face igas wanteg in the quarterfinals after the polish our third seed came from the set down to defeat germany's angelique keba 4-6-6-2-6-3 on that away from here badosa who is looking to emulate martina uh you know nafratoliva's defeat of the retaining in um, 1992-1991 converted three out of her 12 break point opportunities and the spreading night hit her nerve in key point of the tight contest to prevail but sydney's champion has not dropped set at the wta thousand tournament in the southern california desert as she looks to secure only the fourth title in her career so badosa takes on veronica kudametova or maketa yes next time so we hope to see what she will be able to do in that so cricket today and radu venated england breath life into their world cup defense with a four wicket hammering of india in mount mangano i saw the holders were transformed from the team riddle with errors in the three previous defeat taking every catch and nailing to a direct hit run out to bail India out of 134. So that's how it is happening. But in registering their first win, England move up to sixth in the table, only two points behind third place India with the top four qualifying for the semi-finals on that away from the semi-finals Sio Radfan is set to become the first woman to umpire in first class cricket in England after being named in the new professional umpires team the former England international Red Fern 44 is currently officiating at the Women's World Cup in New Zealand but not last year she became the first female to officiate in an England men's home international when she was fourth umpire for the T20 against Sri Lanka on that so the professional umpires team replaces the first class panel of umpires Paris. So, congratulations going out to her on that. In cycling today, Tour de France champion, I'm talking of Tijad Pogaka, retained his Terreno Adiartico title when he finished the final stage safely in the bunch to cap a dominant week on Sunday. The Slovenian appeared to be in a league of his own as he won the fourth, the two mountain stages. To an end of the week long race, one minute 52 seconds ahead of last year's tour runner up Jonas uh, Vegegaard of Denmark. So, Spain's uh, Mikel Landa also finished third overall. Uh, that is uh, two minutes 33 seconds off the pace after the final stage was won in a sprint by German Phil Boffos in San uh, Benedetto de Toronto. So, that's how it happened in the Barpodaka, who will be looking. Looking to win the tour for a third 
consecutive year in July, has already won the other two events he took part in this season with the UAE Tour and the Strand Bianchi Classic Race. He is absolutely impeccable on that. So before we wrap it up in Formula 1 today, the 2022 Formula 1 season, which starts in Bryan on Sunday, yes, uh, will have a record 23 races, although one slot has yet to be filled after the cancellation of the Russian Grand Prix in, you know, Sochi, but Miami makes a debut in May while Qatar drops off for a year due to hosting the Soccer World Cup and China is still missing due to COVID-19 restrictions. They brought it actually. So Australia, Singapore, Canada and Japan return after absences due to the pandemic as well. But standing races in Portugal and Turkey are no longer featured while Austria returns to having one round after making up the numbers with two last year. So three of the races at Imola, Austria and Brazil will be uh, in the sprint format. So on 20th of March, that is uh, Bahrain, Shakir Circuit 27 will be um, Saudi Arabia, Jeddah. On April 10th, Australia, Melbourne. And on 24th of April, it will be in Italy, uh, Emilia Romagna. Also on May 8th, Miami, that's where it's taken up. And in Spain, Barcelona will be on May 22nd. On 29th, it will be at Monaco and June 12th, uh, Baku, Albert. Azerbaijan actually so that's how it is happening so also in Monterrey Canada it will be on June 19th so definitely we are looking forward to seeing uh, all this one starting up to November definitely from March to November so it is happening you can check out the list then the remaining of our list on our website and know which where and when will your team your country will be playing as well so this is where I wrap it up I'm always telling you that Stand a chance of winning up to a guaranteed 200 Ghana cities from Ghana Talks Radio predict and win game. Yes, you don't have, you don't need, you don't have to bet with any money. You just come with your predictions, what you're looking forward to see, what you can predict at the, uh, before the end of the matches that will be on our website. So visit our website www.ghanatalksradio.com or download our app on Play Store or iOS. So thank you so much for joining me. The 20 Hits Countdown is up next.
to go to sleep when I got you next to me. Levi selling us to get physical. Of course, we get physical and exciting because it's time for the entertainment have on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. I'm getting excited because the stories today are really, really uh, super exciting. When you hear it, you're going to love it because movies are in there. Some actors are turning into musicians. Some musicians are turning into actors and it's being so good. So we go straight to the stories today. And the first trailer of the new Disney Plus series, I'm talking of Miss Marvel, premiered today and introduced viewers to the Marvel Cinematic Universe first Muslim superhero, Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Hmm, this is quite juicy. And it was played by Pakistani-Canadian actress Imani Vellani, uh, on that particular role. So Hollywood actor Mark, yes, Ruffalo, who plays Hulk in Avengers series, took to Twitter to welcome the new superhero. And this is what he said. Marvel breaks new ground. Love Marvel for reflecting the world we live in. Welcome to the family Kamala. He wrote while sharing that trailer. It is really amazing. I can't wait to see this one. I can't wait to watch it because it's really amazing. So Marvel breaks new ground with that one, Miss Marvel, and we would definitely love this. So Megan Markery is here, and a year after Simon Rex said he was offered seventy thousand dollars to lie about his relationship with Megan Markle, the American actor has revealed that the Duchess of Sussex had thanked him for refusing to accept the offer. This is very beautiful. It can never happen in Africa, no, especially Ghana, of course. Not seventy-two thousand dollars. Oh my goodness, it can't be. So, in the latest interview with the Guardian, Megan's former friend said that. He was in need of money when multiple tabloids wanted him to say he slept with his cart cold star. Uh, he said, I was really broke. I really needed the money, but I will be on food stamp before I do that. Oh, this is a true friend. This is really a true friend. So Rex said that Marco thanked him in a letter which he framed and kept at his home in Joshua Tree in Southern California. I wish Ghanaians, Africans can learn from this one. No, they can't see money and ignore. No, it can never happen. So Chris Pratt is here and he on Tuesday uses Instagram account to praise Jennifer Lopez. He has the actor tag the singer in the caption after using Instagram's Who's Your Celebrity Twin feature when the actor is seen smiling out to finding that on the floor singer is her celebrity twin. So, hmm. Celebrity trend. I think Megan Distal will be my celebrity. No, BTS will be my celebrity trend. I think so. Yeah. So he said, I have never felt more beautiful. He wrote that. So, you know, he's really gushing over Jennifer Lopez being a celebrity twin. Of course, she is. She's really dashing in that picture. If you're watching Facebook, you can see how beautiful she is looking like. Yeah, she is. So the queen is here. And I'm loving it because Queen Elizabeth 
welcome the Governor General of Canada and Mr. Wintersa for tea at the Windsor Castle. I'll be going there myself too to get some coffee. And this afternoon, Buckingham Palace is telling us today. So the palace also released a couple of pictures of the Queen's engagement on social media. The Frau Lucky Monarch was seen smiling as she shook hands with her guests. You can see that on your screens on Facebook. So that's how it is turning out because, you know, she is free from COVID-19 now and she is really fit for any other event and she is looking really happy with her beautiful smile there. So earlier in the day, the Queen undertook two visual audiences from the Windsor Castle with the ambassadors of Mongolia and Takistan on that. So the Queen has been holding virtual audiences after recovering from the deadly COVID-19. So Meghan Markle is back here and the Twitter account of Meghan Markle's half-sister Samantha Markle has been suspended for violating microblogging site policies. You heard it right. So according to report, Samantha has been using her Twitter account to criticize Meghan Markle for years. Sister, I'm surprised. But the ban came days after the parental half-sister of the Duchess of Success said she assured Meghan over her interview with American TV legend. I'm talking of Oprah Winfrey last year. But royal fans and pro-monarchy journalists are criticizing Twitter's decision to ban Samantha. But commenting on the report, Daily Mail journalist Richard Eden wrote, and I quote, has Prince Harry been emailing Twitter boss Jack Dorsey again? Meghan Markle and Harry's relations with the royal family deteriorated after the couple sat for the interview. So they are saying that they suspended Samantha Markle's uh, Twitter account. That's good. You can you, you, you can't be doing that to your sister. But Sandra Bullock is here, and she has recently admitted that she may consider reaching her no-secure role for The Last City Season 2. So Bullock, who has been in films such as Mess, yes, gone Bungeality, Gravity, The Proposer, and Netflix blockbuster Bad Vogue's will next appear in The Lost City, the crazy action comedy. So apart from Bullock, Charlie Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt, Oscar Nunez, Raymond Lee, and Party Harrison also featured in the movie as well. So the film's debut teases, teases a lot of laughter and action, and Radcliffe portraying a villain and Tatum playing the clumsy cover mother. So Sandra Bullock is telling us today that she might reconsider. So however, in the recent interview with Variety, Bullock admitted that despite the fact that the film has yet to be released, she could consider violating her rules of not producing sequels to create The Last City season two so she went on to say that she has more experience and control over her own projects she feels more comfortable battling for what she wants in her film so yeah it is what it is so interestingly she made her no secure rule publicly approximately 10 years ago after the success of her collaboration with melissa mccarthy in the heat so we hope to see what the final verdict will be but Amazon on Tuesday gained unconditional EU antitrust approval for its proposed $8.5 billion. You heard it. Now million, billion. So $8.5 billion acquisition of U.S. movie studio MGM to help it compete with streaming rivals Netflix and Disney+. Plus. So the European Commission said the deal would not Pulse competition concerns in Europe confirming a router story uh, on March 9th. So today, the EU competition enforcer said it had looked into overlap between the world's largest online thriller and MGM in audiovisual content and found that the combined market share are low and they have strong rivals. So Amazon said it was pleased with EU's clearance and the U.S. Federal Trade Commission also has a mid-March deadline to decide on the deal. A person familiar uh, with the matter said we're hoping uh, to see that maybe they can also get what they deserve. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's fans have been slammed for venting Majora's Fury over enemy number one. Prince William, yeah. So, Joe Elvin, the host of Palace Confidential, said she came under some quite epic trolling on social media last week by success fans who said they were trying to find any reason to be angry with the prince. But, you know, 
she in mail or i'm talking of mail on sunday article wrote and i quote the success squad likes to indulge in a sport i call offense fracking the deep deep mining for something anything to jump on and be angry about so the royal expert uh dubbed prince harry and megan Markle's fans as a success squad in her article success squad you kidding me so the royal expert did that and fans are not liking it so last week their ship really came in one day found the most Periods of reasons to vent murderous fury at enemy number one, Prince William. So that's how it is turning up there. So Kim Kardashian is reportedly not impressed with unrecent text action between her bay Pete Davidson, who will be going on space. <laughs> space very soon. I'm going with him actually. So he and a strange husband i'm talking of kanye west who is known in 2022 as ea as she paranoid about the, its impact on her child custody but so according to okay the mom of four is not happy with pete she has remorse about allowing pete to go hard at kanye at the weekend hmm this news was juicy so quoting Edsos, the outlet reported that the schemes founder feels any moral high proud and she hasn't uh, had against kanye could have been wiped away with the text messages especially considering they were leaked so kim feels none of this should be played out in the way it has the insider spilled to the magazine but taken to instagram the keeping up with the kardashian star said and i quote i wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably so Kim wants a private, Kanye wants a public. Which one should we choose? The fans are confused. We are confused. We are. But Dolly Parton is here and she has announced she is pulling out of this year's nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, saying she hasn't earned that right, reported at the Associated Press. So the music icon who has been elected into the Country Music Hall of Fame explained her decision in a statement posted on her official social media pages, noting that she did not want to take vote away from the remaining nominees so this is what she wrote even though i am extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame i don't feel that i have earned that right i really do not want votes to be split because of me so i must respectfully bow out oh she respectfully bowed out that's what she's saying but other artists who have uh, made both the rock and roll and country hall of fame include brenda lee johnny cash um elvis Presley, Chad Erkins, Hank Williams, and Evely Brothers. So Parton was named on the Rock Hall shortlist last month alongside fellow first-time nominee Eminem, Alana uh, Richie, Duran Duran, and a tribe called Chris. So she has really uh, finally bowed out and it's really, really a sigh. We're looking forward for her to win because we know that she is capable of taking that as well. But she decided and we can take the back but prince harry has faced a plethora of critics since his time as a royal so however one particular team took a cake for taking it too far as he once called the duke of success a race trader hmm race trader i've never heard that before and alluded that he should be shot months after he married Meghan Markle. So Mikhail Shawuzug, a neo-Nazi, posted online propaganda which used a photo of Prince Harry with a gun with his head with a caption that reads, see yet later, race traitor. So the attack came after Prince Harry tied the knot with a former actress who is a mother is African-American and father is white. So this particular, uh, you know, propaganda uh Icon, along with the cold defender Osak Dun Akarowski, who was 18, pleaded guilty to encouraging tourism and also admitted five counts of processing material likely to be useful to someone planning a tourist act. That's what wrote his Italian astrologer. So, the consequences of he 
was that he was sentenced to four years and three months in prison while the Dune Akaroski was also jailed for 18 months. It's really sad. You can just come out to say anything you want to, um, not just public figures, but everybody who is due respect. So before we wrap it up, finally, oh my goodness, this is my favorite story of all the stories I'm having out today because BTS member Jimneen is all set to make his OST debut with Netflix K drama Our Blues. And since then, Aomi cannot stop gushing. Of course, we can stop gushing. Of course not. So, the TV and drama is a television series starring Lee Bin Hyun, Shin Min Ah, and Cha Shun Won. And it features Lee Jong Hyun as well as John Hwa, Han Jin Min. And Kim will be. That's my favorite too. However, it is set to be premiered on April 9th. So we are hoping to see Pancheco this March. And we'll be watching this one on April 9th. It's really exciting. So the Sompi Ayamham Entertainment Source said Jimnin will be participating as an OTS singer for TV and new Saturday Sunday drama Our Blues. Since world-class group BTS Jimnin will be joining us, we will energize the drama with a masterpiece OST song that harmonizes well with the flow of the story. Absolutely, I can testify to that because they know how to harmonize the, the OSTs with the storylines and we love it. So to know the Yamaha Entertainment is a production company that is in charge of the OST for our blues. And the drama has been written by No Hee Hyung, who is known for shows like It's Okay, That's Love, That Winter, The Wind Blows, Dear My Friends, and Live. So the series takes place at the backdrop of Jeju Island. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be amazing. Meanwhile, fans took to Twitter. And congratulated Jimnin for his debut. So one fan wrote, we have been waiting for it for years. I am so excited. It's Jimnin first OST send debut. Of course, we love it too because it's really amazing. We are looking forward to it. Shout out to Jimnin for making that, you know, that beautiful debut and it's going to be exciting. So guys, look forward to it on April 9th because you you don't want to miss it. Any army, shout out to every army out listening to me today because it is our good news today. So on this beautiful note, that's making me have a beautiful day. I'm ending with you, but DJ Coffee Bridge is in the studios to take you up on that musical drive from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. only on Ghana Talks Radio. Yeah.